Mr. Potato Head is going gender neutral. A college is having a seminar for students on how to get started in sex work. And a lady goes blind after getting her eyeballs tattooed. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian inside a closet. Happy to be here. Happy to do it. Yeah. Mr. Potato Head is getting rid of the mister. Hasbro, the toy company is dropping Mr. from Mr. Potato Head. They are renaming the plastic potato toy to the gender-neutral Potato Head. Oh, okay, well, let's figure out why. I'm a little confused. Uh, I didn't even know that Mr. Potato Head was still around. I'm happy to hear that. That was a toy that I remember as a kid. Uh, Do kids nowadays even enjoy such low-definition, simple toys? I hope so. I want to think that they still enjoy Mr. Potato Head. Uh, it's got to be tough, though, because once a child sees an iPhone, it's just over at that point. They're not going to want just going to want apps. They're just like apps, more apps. But what about this simple toy? Nope. Don't want it. Want apps. Want to do some TikTok challenges right now. <laughs> Ooh, your parents got it rough, man, because Mr. Potato was, is like a cheap toy. You can give them hours of fun. But nope, nope. They're like, I want a thousand dollar phone now. You got to go out and buy a thousand dollar phone for your six year old. I know you guys are faced with a tough choice there. Now it says here, Hasbro introduced Mr. Potato Head in 1952. Uh, And now they are making a change to update this toy. Hasbro is making sure everybody feels welcome in the Potato Head world by officially dropping the Mr. from the Mr. Potato Head. All feel welcome in the Potato Head world. (laughs) It just sounds ridiculous. You better get rid of that Mr. so I feel welcome in a Potato Head world. We're talking about a Potato Head world here, right? This is a fantasy world. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I know, my whole life, I just, man, I never felt welcome in the potato head world. Well, why? Well, because they used Mr. and Mrs. And I just, wow. come on, man. I want to feel welcome in the potato head world. The uh, brand name and logo they're using to promote gender equality and inclusion. Uh, I guess what they're saying is if you're a child that doesn't identify as a male or female, I don't know why you wouldn't, then you might not feel welcome in the potato head world. Because then you'd be like, they don't cover what I am. I'm not a Mr. or a Mrs. I'm not anything. Why a child would not identify with either or is beyond me. But I guess they want to give kids choices these days. Um, I didn't have such a choice. I, I, I don't know. I just appeared in the world with a wiener. And they're like, you got a wiener, man. You're a wiener. You're a wiener person. <laughs> I wasn't like, well, I don't want to be a wiener person. I want to get rid of my, I want to be, I don't know. I want to be a, a pumpkin. They're like, no, man, you're a wiener. You can't identify as a pumpkin. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I just find it very hard to believe that children are like going to complain that a potato with a face <laughs> has, you know, is a gender. Like, you realize that you take off the pieces of the potato's face and put it in its ass, right? We're aware of that. What about that? That's not offending people. That all of the potato head's face parts go in the ass? <laughs> it would seem to me like that would be more of a concern. That's got to horrify children. Yeah, you take off the nose and the arms and the eyebrows and the eyeballs and the mouth. Where do you put the potato head face parts? In the ass. You turn over Mr. Potato Head or Mrs. Potato Head and you put the parts in its ass. <laughs> Does that make anybody feel welcome in the potato head world? <laughs> 
It seems to me like if you want to feel welcome in the potato head world, you also have to be okay with putting lips and eyeballs and eyebrows into somebody's ass. <laughs> I, I don't know. This all feels so silly to me. I, see, I don't understand exactly what's going on, but what I think is going on is we want the children to have a choice to identify with any gender they want and to make any gender family they want out of the potato head family. <laughs> it's a potato at the end of the day. Someone might want to tell them that potatoes don't have families, really, in general. Um, someone might want to tell them that we actually slice up potatoes and put them in a fryer, and they're amazing with honey mustard sauce from McDonald's. <laughs> Maybe that, that might horrify them, though. I, I mean, at the end of the day, look, I, I want I want kids to have choices, but I also want the kids... The kids need to learn to appreciate what they have in life and what they've been given in life. We're not all born to the same great family, <laughs> you know, and we all need to learn to just appreciate what we have and, and not be dissatisfied with where we're at. I mean, the key to life really is a, like learning to appreciate the position that you're in, you know, and roll with it, you know, do the best you can with the cards you've been dealt in life. You know, I wasn't born into the best of circumstances. Trust me. I've made the most out of it. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm totally missing the point here. Someone want to clue me in on this whole <laughs> shebang. Hasbro is rebranding, it says, for the modern customer. Um, it seems to me, Hasbro, if you want to rebrand Mr. Potato Head for the modern customer, just, like, make it COVID-free, Mr. Potato Head. Yay, that's for the modern customer. We want our kids to feel like they've brought the Potato Head family into their home, and it's COVID-free. A college is conducting an OnlyFans seminar for students on how to get started in sex work. Well, they finally realized that a college degree doesn't pay. Look at that. Very, very helpful. <laughs> They're like, hey, everybody, well, you know, this degree is not going to get you anywhere. You might want to think about some work in the sex world. <laughs> we're going to give you, we're going to conduct a seminar to teach you how. Because this degree is going to be worth shit when you're done. And by the way, you're going to have $80,000 in student loans to pay this off. You're going to need to start an OnlyFans account to pay off this loan for this degree that's completely useless right now. <laughs> Specifically for philosophy, political science, sociology degree members. <laughs> Come to our OnlyFans seminar. Oh, boy. Is this even real? I find this hard to believe that a college is doing this. It says Ohio State University, which is a very bona fide United States university. They appear to be endorsing the practice of young students starting OnlyFans accounts, at least based on one of the programs that will take place this weekend during Sex Week. Ooh, Sex Week at the Ohio State University. How salacious. Uh, the university gave the green light on a panel that appears to encourage college-age students to pursue a career in sex work. How is this even flying? Really? You're really... I don't know if I believe the article is what I'm saying. You're really encouraging students to pursue a career in sex work? I find that difficult to believe. Uh, okay, so here's a description of the panel. It says, uh, starting in OnlyFans, join us for a panel with OnlyFans content creators to discuss their experiences and destigmatizing digital sex work. Oh, I mean, if that's legitimately what it says on the panel description, then they absolutely are encouraging kids to learn a little bit about doing some digital sex work. 
According to Ohio State's website, the panel's part of Sex Week, which was organized by the OSU's Student Advocates for Sexual Health Awareness. The website states that Sex Week is dedicated to creating a judgment-free, inclusive, relatable space for the OSU community to explore sexual health. Now, look, <laughs> there is sexual health, and then there's sexual stupidity, man. You know, I mean, putting up your naked photos and videos <laughs> where people can just take them and have them. I mean, is this responsible sexual health? Like, I think we should debate this first. Now, the uh, Sex Week will include presentations and discussions on various topics, including sex education, abortion stigma, pleasure, sex work, and more. The panel in question takes place on February 20th. Uh, if you guys are going to school there, I don't know if any of you are at Ohio State. I recommend going to the sex work course because you're you're going to owe almost $100,000 in loans and you're going to need to pay that off. And I got to I got to be honest with you, you know, working at Cinnabon doesn't do the trick. <laughs> it's just not. You'll be living in your parents living room for the rest of your 30s. Uh, okay, so the week will include presentations on... Oh, I already said that. Okay, oh, other panels included are Kink 101, Decolonizing Porn, Why We Need Ethical Production, That's Toxic, a talk on healthy versus toxic masculinity, and They Work Hard for the Money, Sex Work with Dr. Tila Sanders. <laughs> They're just openly bringing the discussion of sex work to a college. This is hilarious to me. Unbelievable. Is in, in this state, is the state of Ohio, is abortion still illegal in the state of Ohio? <laughs> like, can we, can we jump through those hoops first before we, before we get to uh, putting on panel discussions for how normative being a sex worker is? Now, look, as much as it is a controversial stance, I am for the legalization of sex work as I am for the legalization of most drugs as well. I feel like people, if everybody's consenting, what you do in the privacy of your own life, that's your business. Behind walls, as long as you're not harming other people, it's fine. That goes with the sexual behaviors you want to be involved with, with consenting adults. And it goes with the drugs that you want to take. Uh, but I just, <laughs> if I'm, if I'm, a, if my kid's in college, man, and I find out that they're offering this kind, these kinds of options, I'm going to be like, no. I'm not spending $35,000 a year for this, all right? <laughs> I, want, I want you to buckle down and study that biology. I don't want you to think about other avenues of income right now. You go to the sex work when this doesn't work out. That's the plan, okay? You get your you be When you're not the doctor that you intended to be, then, then OnlyFans account, okay? So let's give us all a chance here first, okay? Let's not just throw in the towel right away. That being said, I mean, there's a lot of people at college right now that just aren't going to make it. They're just not going to make it in life with the degree. A woman goes blind after getting her eyeballs tattooed black. I don't even know you could get your eyeballs tattooed. Why would you do that? Uh, I guess if you don't like your eye color, but can't you wear those colored contacts and just seems like a better option to me. Maybe she's lazy, though. Maybe she had the colored contacts her whole life and she's like, you know what, I don't. I don't, I don't want to keep putting fingers in my eyes every day. That's endangering my eyes. Let's put that needle in my eye one time and just call it a day. A woman has completely lost sight in one of her eyes and will soon be blind in the other after getting her eyeballs dyed black. Alexandra Sadowska from Poland. She took the risky decision to try and emulate a rapper named Popek 
who's famous in her homeland for having the whites of his eyes dyed black. Oh, boy. I never heard of this rapper Popek, but this is a terrible decision. And look what happened. People follow in Popek's footsteps. They want to be like the rapper. So they tattoo their eye whites black as well. Terrible. The bungled procedure left the 25-year-old complaining of sharp pain in her eyes. It would seem to me like whether the procedure was bungled or not, you're going to have some sharp pain in your eyes if you get them tattooed. Ugh. I mean, I recently got a, not recently, but during the pandemic, I did get a tattoo, and it was on my chest, and it, uh, it hurt. It hurt. The chest hurts. I didn't realize it would hurt. Uh, I have several tattoos. I can't imagine putting that needle on my eyeball. I just can't. No way. No way, no how. It's just not, not happening. This Popek at rapper is, uh, is an idiot. And the fact that other people are emulating this moron is very concerning. Oh, young people, it's, it's just rough. The bungled procedure left a 25-year-old complaining of sharp pain in her eyes, which the tattooist reportedly told her was normal and could be, could be treated with painkillers. Yeah, it's normal. I'm, oh, my eyes are hurting. I know, yeah. I'm actually putting the needle right on your eyeball. This is normal. This is what happens when you get your eyeball tattooed. Where is this girl's parents? That's what I want to know. Despite the taking advice, Alexandra has since lost the sight in her eye. Been warned, irreparable damage will soon claim the vision of her left eye as well from tattoo damage. How did this rapper like live through this without losing his or her eyesight is what I would like to know. The first person to try this, the tattoo on the eyeball, Super dumb. Very risky. Alexandra from Poland made the risky decision to emulate the rap. Okay, what, are we repeating this? Sorry, the article repeated it. There's a quote from her. She says, uh, Unfortunately for now, doctors do not give me much optimism for improvement. The damage is too deep, too extensive. I'm afraid I will be completely blind, but she added, she added, I will not lock myself in the basement and get depressed. I have sadness behind me, but I live on. During an investigation, it emerged tattooist who carried out my procedure made a number of serious errors, including using ink made for use on skin, which should never come into contact with eyes. Okay, so there's a special sort of eyeball tattoo ink. The fact that there is even a business for that is so strange to me. Uh, Alexandra's lawyer said, there is clear evidence that the tattoo artist did not know how to perform such a delicate procedure. You should have asked him, have you done this before? You're getting your eyeball tattooed. Don't you want someone who's done this before? It's like going to a heart surgeon, man. Don't go to a heart surgeon and they're like, oh, sorry, never did that before. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, sorry about that. That's why I used a steak knife. I didn't know what I was doing. Wow. It's... um I mean, one thing I can take out of this story is that, you know, there are dumb people in other places other than Florida. That's good to know. Hey, guys, it's Jonesy. I just want to let you know that if you're having a bad day today, just remember there's always cheesecake. Yeah. With whipped cream and just drizzle that strawberry, fresh strawberries and the strawberry juice all over it. Yeah. Guys, there's reasons to keep on going is what I'm saying. You're welcome. You're welcome. 
Uh, I want to give thanks to Mary Bartell. She joined the Patreon this past week, but then she sent me a lovely message that I wanted to read. I did give Mary a shout out, um, but let me read the email too. She says, um, she says, I heard your shout out. I didn't realize it until you mentioned me on the air. That was awesome. My daughter recorded it for me. I was wondering if you could do me a flavor. My son-in-law comes home from rehab tomorrow morning. He's been gone three months, and he comes home tomorrow. I was wondering if you could let him know on air that we are all so proud of him, and we love him. He loves your show also. His name is Jason. Jason Renali. It would mean a lot to all of us. Thanks, Jonesy. We love you. So, yeah, big shout-out to Jason, and welcome home. Everybody's proud of Jason, and even me, Jonesy, the host of Weird AF News, that I'm recording in a closet right now. I am... <laughs> I am proud of you, Jason. Just know, Jason, that there's a podcaster inside a closet right now in Los Angeles that's very proud of you and wishes you a welcome back. Uh, yeah, and best best of luck with everything uh, for you and the whole family. So, yeah, I'm more than happy to uh, make, you know, do requests like this. So thank you, Mary, for reaching out. And that was really nice of you to join the Patreon as well. Appreciate that. You guys can join the Patreon like Mary. It's uh, patreon.com slash weirdafnews. It's loads of fun. I just put a video up. I don't know. Did I mention this? Yeah, I think I did. Of me trying one of those weird candies that someone sent me. I got a few more to go, so I'm going to make some more videos. If you guys can send me weird treats, I'll be trying them. I like, the weirder, the better. Like I want stuff that's like from a faraway land. I want some stuff that you that you found chained up underwater to a pirate ship like give me that i'm gonna try that whatever that is like old school pirate booty you know what i'm saying uh yeah the patreon is great so join it patreon.com slash weird af news or go to weirdafnews.com as always you can call the show if you um have something to say about any of these stories like the mr potato head story um it's 646-450-2012 yeah that's right the number hasn't changed. Neither has the email. Funnyjones at gmail.com. You can send me articles if you'd like. You can give me a shout-out if you'd like. You can send me a photo of your pet if you would like. Um, lastly, please follow me on the gram. Instagram, at Funnyjones. How about that? At Funnyjones. Follow me on the gram. <laughs> I've been posting links to uh, interviews I've done on recent other people's podcasts. I've been on, I've been on some other people's podcasts, which is fun. Because I like to talk to others, too. I don't just enjoy doing the solo thing. I like to work. Jonesy likes to play with others. So, yeah. I've been on a lot of podcasts recently. Probably about 10 in the past like month and a half. So, um, I post up information about that. If you, I don't know. If you want to hear, hear me be interviewed. I'm a pretty fun interview, I gotta say. I gotta say. I get laughs. I say outrageous shit. Uh, contro- not controversial, but I say like... Uh, I don't know. I say stuff that's that's kind of outrageous sometimes, just to get a see if I can get a rise out of the host. You know, <laughs> it's fun. All right, I guess that's it. You'll see me tomorrow. You'll see me tomorrow. You'll hear me tomorrow. You will hear me tomorrow.